at that time, I went to my first yoga class, which was pretty intense. Never in my life thought I'd be doing yoga. Because, um, yeah, just never thought I'd be doing yoga. And I went in there. Wait, is that have to do with what you said in your book, Black People Don't Meditate? What? <laughs> <laughs> is that why? No, that's not like, why. But it's for did. white people? No, I, no, no, no. But I will tell you, it's sad to say, and I love, I, and I tell all my yogis, y'all know I love y'all, but why am I the darkest thing every time I come in class? <laughs> Like, I'm like, what the world? But it's changing, my good friends. Like, we are yeah. getting out. It is absolutely. Welcome to Meredith For Real, The Curious Introvert. That's me. I'm Meredith, and I collect people. For real. You never know who I'm going to meet next. So come listen as I put my curiosity to good use. Every week, I'll introduce you to someone new, and we'll talk about ways to stay curious and grow. Big thanks to our location sponsor, Delta Life Fitness in Pace, Florida, the 30-minute women's group fitness plan you can actually stick with. Some people know their path before their sophomore year of high school. Every action supports it. Every job is a resume builder. Today, we are talking not to that person. No. Today, (laughs) my guest is someone with a wide array of interests who has found a way to still sample all that life has to offer, but now while operating under a single unified purpose. She's going to talk about how she figured it all out and hopefully we can too. She's the owner of Beautiful You Studio in Pensacola, Florida, an ICF certified empowerment coach and motivational speaker and author of How to Discover Your Life's Purpose After 30. Former drug dealer. (laughs) You know, I had to put that in there. (laughs) Current pole fitness instructor. Consider staying out of trouble in her top three accomplishments. Yes. <laughs> Mia Bolden. We all have a story to tell, right? <laughs> Girl, you have like 10 stories. I okay, do. Let's I do. See. <laughs> Where do we start? <laughs> I enjoyed your book so much. You've had such a variety of jobs. Um, so give our listeners a little sample. What are the, some of the jobs that you've had in the past? Oh. And then now currently? Well, I've done a little bit of everything, honestly. Drug dealing was one of them, if you would it was call one that of a the job. More profitable yeah, ones. I, it was, honestly. Yeah. I'm not advising you to do that, but it, I'm just saying. Boys yes, and girls do not sell don't drugs. Don't do that. Yes, yeah. don't do that. Um, but I've done it pretty much. Food and beverage has been my industry that I've been in. So I've done everything from bartending, waiting tables, managed. And I've done that everywhere from the hole in the wall to corporate. Um, I was a corporate trainer. Um, I've done housekeeping. I've done. I'm a pole fitness instructor. I mean, people are like, what? I'm an empowerment coach now. I mean, I've done a little bit of everything. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit of everything. So what made you realize that from like doing all those things to having this like anchoring life purpose? Like what was the turning point? Because you could have kept going on doing all those things and probably been pretty happy. Right. Well, I kind of put this in the book is I just kept having like this little pull that always kept coming up in my life. Um, I'd say like every five years, something would just like pull like you need to be doing something else. But I would just hush it and kind of go back to doing what I was doing, whether that was selling drugs or waiting tables, whatever it was. And I had hit a really rough patch in my life where I was going through a really bad breakup. And I had to make that phone call that I said, I'd never moved back to Pensacola, Florida, and I had to call my mom and say, Ma, I need to come back home because I was going through a bad breakup. Um, The person I was selling drugs with at the time ended up going to jail, so that revenue of income kind of stopped, and my whole world was rocked. And when I moved back home, I ended up doing what I've always known to do, which was bartending and waiting tables, and I started gaining a lot of weight, and I hit up to my heaviest weight, almost 300 pounds. My confidence was low, and I've always been a leader and a motivator, and something was just really off at that 
that point in time, I had a, you know, really hit a really low point. And so I really started listening to that voice. And long story short, it just started my journey of healing myself. And then I started working with other women. And then here I am today. It's, yeah. You talked in your book about intuition, too. You said um, that we're the only species that won't listen to our intuition, and then it manifests itself in physical symptoms. So when you personally, when your intuition is telling you something, what does it feel like for you? It feels like, um, it's almost like, I feel it in my stomach, for me personally. Like, it's something that's in my stomach, like, do it, or it's like a tightening in my stomach. Mm -hmm. And so I used to run away from those things, or I would just hush it and go back to what I was doing. But when I have that tightening, that feeling, now I'm at the point where I do it, especially if it scares me. And that's what I tell people that all the time. That's where the growth happens. That's where the change happens. And when I really started tapping into that and really listening to myself, that's when I really started developing into the person that I am today. Um, And that's why I say a lot of people, they don't do it because it scares them, it frightens them, it makes them step outside of their comfort zone. And that's, you know, I tell people all the time, I'm not here to preach to you, but I believe that's our higher power. My man upstairs saying, hey, you need to be doing something else. But we choose to not listen to that. And we just go back into the comfort zone. But every now and again, it's still, it's going to come up. Mm -hmm. It's just what you do with that intuition, what you do with that when it happens. So And learning what it feels like for you. For me, it's um, a thought, reoccurring thought Mm -hmm. for no reason. Right. Oh, that's good. And it's like uh, other people, I'll be thinking about, I'm really good at figuring out when people are pregnant, which yeah. is not a helpful skill. I'll be yeah. like, I'll be driving down the road, oh, so-and-so is pregnant. And I'll yeah. call and be like, girl, are you pregnant? Are you pregnant? And they'll be like, oh my God, how did, how you, did know? you know that? Mm. I don't know, I was on the I corner know. of Creighton and Nines. And, <laughs> you know. and it just came to me in this vision. I know. I know. So how did you focus your mission to be women specifically? Why, why women? Well, I say that one is because I am a woman. Um, And two, it's just because when I started losing weight and I was on my weight loss journey, um, I was looking for something fun to do. And so because I was like, yeah, the gym is just not happening for me. I just don't like that. And so I really I got with my friend and we started doing just like fun workout classes and women were coming to those. And so a lot of women just started opening up to me. And that's just what always has been drawn to me for some reason is I've just like I said, I was I've always been a leader. I've always been a motivator. I was always that friend from that from when I was little that people would go to if they were feeling bad. So I always had, I guess, that girl power type vibe about myself. Um, And just like I said, going into losing weight, opening up the studio, helping all these women out, it really just, um, it really opened up something for me. It just felt right. And I go back to that feeling. You'll know Mm -hmm. it. It just felt like this is my tribe. This is who I should be working with. And not only that, the women that believed in me and helped me keep going when I was going through my rough patches and I felt bad. And so that's why I do what I do is because I needed strong women behind me to tell me, girl, you better keep going. You've got this you know, don't look left, don't look right, look for your goals, keep going at it. And they kept me going. And so I just want to get back and do the same to others. So, so when you moved here, Mm -hmm. you got back into food and beverage. What was the moment where you were like, that's not what I want to do? How did that happen? Well, believe it or not, I I still love, I was just at the bar I used to work at the other day and they were like, you want to come back? And I was like, so many times, because I miss bartending. I'm a people person. I love talking to people. I love fast paced. I loved making drinks. Like that was my, that was my deal. That was my environment. So I do miss that. Um, But really what came to the change is when I started working on myself. It was really, I was in there and 
when I just started to stop feeling good about myself because I had hit my heaviest weight. I wasn't moving as fast as I used to. I didn't like the way that I was looking. I didn't like the way I felt about myself from the inside out. I started noticing like really a lot of body image started coming up. And I was like, I never used to be this girl. I was always cool with the skin I was in. So it just kind of just happened around that period, you know, of when I was bartending and stuff. And then just starting to go on my own personal journey. Um, that's what kind of changed for me to get out of bartending and waiting tables. So but it was like through fitness. Yes. Mm-hmm. And was it through pole fitness or just no. fitness? <laughs> that's so funny. No, because I knew nothing about a pole when I started this. I was like, yeah, I don't know nothing about a pole. No, it actually, I started with my friend. I was just looking for, just like I said, I was going to work out with my sisters and I was like, yeah. Like pretty much a lot of women that I know, they'll say, oh, people are looking at me when I'm in the gym or they were feeling, you know, self-conscious. And now I tell them all the time, we think that, but nobody's really looking at you like that. But I felt that. And so I was looking for a fun dance class. And I heard of burlesque cardio classes, pole fitness classes when I stayed in bigger cities. And I just kind of looked in it to see if they had one here. And this might go back to my drug dealing skills. I've always been a hustler. So they didn't have one here. And I was like, okay, I can't be the only one that's around here kind of looking for a fun class. Right. You know, dance class, maybe pole class or whatever. And so I talked to my friend who she was a certified Zumba instructor. We started doing burlesque cardio. Um, She taught it. I was the business and the brains behind it because I was just, that was just my thing. You know, Mm -hmm. I could make some things happen. Um, And I got the crowd to come out there. She taught the classes. And then... At that time, I went to my first yoga class, which was pretty intense. Never in my life thought I'd be doing yoga. um, Because, yeah, just never thought I'd be doing yoga. And I went in there. Wait, does that have to do with what you said in your book, Black People Don't Meditate? What? Is that why? No, that's not like, why. But it's for did. white people. No, I, no, no, no. But I will tell you, it's sad to say, and I love, I, and I tell all my yogis, y'all know I love y'all, but why am I the darkest thing every time I come in class? Like, I'm like, what the world? But it's changing, my good friends. Like, we are yeah. getting out. It is absolutely yeah. changing. But no, it was one of those things. It was something that was like, hmm. I was looking for something to do, and yoga popped up, and something in my stomach was like, you need to do this. That goes back to stepping outside of my comfort zone. And I went in there, and not only did I do just a yoga class, but my I'm one that just hops all in and did a hot yoga class, and they're about to pass out. And I was like, you people pay for this? Like, what the fudge is this about? So <laughs> did that, and then I was in my shavasana at the end of class, and something took over me. Like, I started crying. Mm. And that was a huge turning point. I don't even know what it was about. I don't even know what was opening. I don't even know what was happening. But I was like, <laughs> like just sitting there, like, tears were flowing. And when I got up after class, something mentally started changing for me. Um, and then I did start meditating. I started going to that. And first now, time do I- you really meditate on the toilet? I can. I don't all the time, but I tell people all the time, I'm like, I don't have time, girl, when y'all sit on that toilet. Close your eyes, breathe in, breathe out. There's always a way, people. That's what I know. There's always a way. It's true. At the stoplight, no, don't do it at the stoplight because no. you might like fall asleep. Don't do that. But there's always a way is my point, you know. That's a really good, yeah. When you said that in your book, I was like... She's not wrong. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> I even tell people you can meditate in the shower while yeah. you're in the shower. Visualize yeah. that water being a waterfall coming over. You know, take you a couple minutes. Like in the beginning, before I realized black people do meditate, is I always just envision like you have to be there for like two, three hours and eyes closed and palms up and really like zenned out. And that would like really stress me out when I thought about it like that. But when I learned different techniques where you can 
meditate on the toilet or just sit up for four minutes when you get out of the bed and meditate then or in the shower or right before you go into work. There's always a way that you can take a couple minutes for your mind just to settle. And that's a huge thing that changed my life is working on my mind and my mental state and the way that I thought about things. So the the first piece of your going from, you know, I call it kind of like ADD, random life, yes. you know, because I relate Absolutely. to that. So I say that I'm, with just, endearment no, and I get re- it. relatability. Say it, sister. Because <laughs> people are like, Meredith, focus. Yeah. In fact, my husband has a saying that he says to me, I have gotten a lot better, by right? the way. But he says, focus and mm-hmm. follow through, babe. Yes. Focus and follow <laughs> through. And I'm that. like, okay. I know. I need that. Yeah. It's actually helped quite a bit. Yes. But um, so you went, the, going from that ADD life mm-hmm. to a more of a focus purpose life right started with the physicality right. of getting your body moving and then was the mental spirit piece through yoga and meditation yes and then after that was that when you kind of developed a mission statement for your life Yes, kind of. It did. Um, and it really changed. So those were the steps. And then when women would come to me and tell me whether like they took a class and how it just made them feel good about themselves and they felt confident and they felt beautiful and all of those things just really made me start feeling like, okay, I'm on it. Like you feel it. And that's what I tell people in the book. You feel when you're on the right path and this is what I'm supposed to be doing. So when they would come and, you know, all from a dance class, all from a chair, burlesque cardio class. And then when I did yoga, I got certified in um, flexibility for yoga. So I started teaching sexy flex and they were like, I never knew my body could move like that. And I feel so good. And I felt great. Like I, it was something, it's almost hard to describe. I tell people, but you feel it, you know, Mm -hmm. you're on that right path. And so from that, and I tell people things will unfold it you just have to follow that path and so I started doing that they were opening up to me and they would start sharing stories with me it was just I had that energy I guess where they felt like they could be open and it was either you know they were married for 30 years their spouse didn't make them feel beautiful or they were sexually abused in the past and they were never comfortable being a woman or expressing their sexuality and they felt good in a burlesque cardio class that they could do those things and when I would talk to them about that like I just it felt right And then someone asked me if I had heard of life coaching, and I was like, what the fudge is that? No, never heard of that either. (laughs) Black people don't go to life. I'm just kidding. I'm totally kidding. Totally kidding. (laughs) But but when they They do now, I know. Here I am. I'm just saying. And so, yeah, so um, somebody asked me about that, and I was like, I have no idea what life coaching is. And then when they told me what it was, I was like, shut the front door. That's what I've literally been doing with working with these, like how they described it to me. And then it got me on my path of going through ICF coaching and got certified, which through that program, you have to get coached as well. So that brought up a whole lot of stuff and really helped me like get, you can get over things that I thought that, Oh, I'm over that. That doesn't bother me. And then it brought it up and I got over that. And I Mm -hmm. just was like, I love this. I'm going to start doing it. I love that the way that you explain it, because that's how it happened to mm-hmm. you, is that this is over years. Yeah. And I think the when we read books um, that are in the same genre as yours, mm-hmm. we're like, oh, write a mission statement. I need to do that. And we just add it to our to-do list. Right. Like, I need to write a mission statement and then pretend like I'm following it, really. Right. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> but, but what you're talking about is more of a, a true... Um, journey, a transformation. Right. So, and for you, it has all these elements in it, which is why I think I'm so attracted to that because 
it's like you can sample all that life has right, to offer. Absolutely. But when you do it with purpose, it's even better. Right. So are you do you still have a pole fitness studio now? I do. We are actually opening up our new location, which I'm super excited about. Yeah. So we're expanding, we're moving downtown and I do still have the studio. So someone that's like empowering women pole fitness girl you know I gotta ask right. you what's your opinion of the 2020 Super Bowl halftime I know, show Atlanta <laughs> when that happened I, my phone was blowing up like tag tag Mia do you see it do you see it? I'm like I watch the Super Bowl too people I see it yeah but I loved it I loved it and it was crazy that afterwards um I had so many calls for new people, which is great. Oh, yeah. High five to J-Lo. Work it out, sister. You know, yeah. and I mean, I had so many women was like, oh, if J-Lo can do it at 50, I know that I'm ready to try it. And Girl, do it. we were all putting down and our pizza like, I'm why? Like, this right, is me. Know, that's right. I'm like, Thanks. what the? I'm just yeah. saying. No, but she, that's the thing. It was beautiful. I loved it. You know, I love the thing. I love that they're opening it up. Did you hear that they're actually passing it to the Olympics? Pole dancing? Yes. Pole fitness. Pole fitness. Sorry. Fitness. Right. Well, see, my Facebook was all kinds of split, right? <laughs> like it was a hot mess right, express and right. I don't usually need to like get off of Facebook yeah. because of being upset about things. But I had people, they were triggered. Oh yeah. And people were like, there was the sign of the devil. In yeah, there. I know. And I was like, what? Wait, First I of didn't... all, it might've been pagan. Second of all, your Christmas tree is pagan. I know. Like, I didn't see that. <laughs> like, Did I miss I don't know. Okay, yeah. I don't know. But um, that's cool. That That's an interesting. I wanted to hear your perspective on yeah. it. So for you, it was beautiful it was and beautiful. inspiring. It yeah. was. I thought it was beautiful. I thought it was inspiring. And it just opened it up like this. I mean, it's it's a thing. You know, we just like yeah. to work out, entertain. It's not like we're all trying to strip on a pole. And that's the biggest, like, stigma that everybody, oh, you're a stripper. Oh, you're teaching these girls how to be a stripper. And I tell people this all the time. I am not judging girls that dance. I have a couple friends that I know that do dance. It is what it is. But that's not why 95% of my clients come into my door. They come in because they want to feel beautiful about themselves. They want to feel good about themselves. They want to step outside of their comfort zone. Or maybe they do want to work out, but the gym's just not fun, and that's how they do it. So That's so true. Yeah. Hey everyone, it's time to take a quick minute and show gratitude to our sponsors who make this show possible and give you some special offers. Delta Life is Ladies Group Fitness in Pace, Florida, and I've been a member since 2016. I get bored super easy and I'm great at talking myself out of exercise, like expert level 5,000. So having a class to show up that's different every time has been winner, winner, chicken dinner for me. And with a just being 30 minutes, there's really no reason not to go. Plus, they do fun social stuff like Christmas pajama parties, little black dress events, and challenges. You can get your first class free to try it out. You can even come with me. There's no annual contract. It's all fitness levels, free childcare. Plus, if you mention the Meredith for Real podcast on your first visit, you'll get a free five pack of classes so you can really see if you like it. Check them out at deltalifefitness.com. So when you made your mission statement, um, how did that, how did you get it right the first time? No. How, how, do, how does someone make a mission statement? That's what I said. My coach, and that's the thing is my coach told me that and she was like, you need to make a mission statement. And I was like, what the fudge is a mission statement? You know, I've heard of one for like Nike and, you know, big Burger King and stuff like that, but never like a life's mission statement for yourself. And when she broke it down to me and she's like, well, you have to know your mission statement because you have to know the direction of your life, where your life's going. And that kind of gives you that base ground. And when she explained it to me, I was like, okay. So the first one I had, it 
it was like, I want to live in this huge house and I want to drive this nice car and I want to have all this money in my bank account. And I brought it back to her and she's like, yeah, this is not a mansion. <laughs> This, this is, is like your wish list. list. That's what she said. She's like, this is your wish list. This is not a mission statement. So I had to go back really through it. And she, you know, gave me the steps, which is in my book, um, which she gave me the steps to do. And when I finally honed it down, like I can just, it really, it relates to my life. And if any opportunities or things that are brought to me that doesn't align with my mission statement, I don't do it. And it makes me more focused and I'm all over the place myself. I have great ideas and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm trying to say yes to almost everybody. I'm one of those that I try to help out so many people and I kind of overburnt. I used to overwork myself and overbook myself but now I know my mission statement I know what my life is about I know where I'm going and that I absolutely recommend that to others to do the same and it becomes like a filter for what you say yes to absolutely that's so helpful absolutely you said you had some tips for our listeners Mm -hmm. for what were the tips for the tips that I want to give to is to help you to start discovering your true life's purpose your what the fudge you are here for is what I like to say okay yep so tip number one I tell people all the time is to think about things that you and you might have heard this but things that you naturally always like to do so for me, when I thought about this, and just write it down, and don't think it has to make any sense. All these steps will start like getting clear the more you start doing these things. So I wrote things down like talking and eating food and traveling and being outside in nature, playing on the playground. And when I started writing all these things down, it, I laughed at myself, really, because for one, I used to get in trouble for talking, and I feel like we all have a natural talent. We all have a gift that we were born with. So mine was always talking. I was in school. I remember you're talking to much, you're talking too loud, use your inside voice, da 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 da. So from very little I was getting in trouble for that. But just imagine like I get paid to speak now. People pay me to get on stage and to speak and come out and do things. And just imagine if they honed in on that when I was younger and taught me public speaking skills or leadership skills or, you know, really honing in on those things where I would be right now. And I tell people to always go back to when you were little and things you naturally like to do. So that's the first, you know, first tip I tell them is to go ahead and write that down. The second thing from that is I tell them to try to explore different things from things that are on that list. Now, I'm not saying like, oh, you might of like to cook when you were little don't just up and quit quit your job and go and cook maybe you can volunteer and try to cook for somebody or do a dinner party for your friends or if you were thinking about going to work in the medical field go and volunteer you know you want to be an artist try to be an apprentice under somebody that is an artist get out here and get your hands dirty play with different things like explore 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 I'm all about that because that will kind of unfold like hmm I forgot I used to like this but then now I'm out here volunteering I love doing this now let's try to make that a career. So that's something else that I tell people to do um, is to do that. And the third thing, believe it or not, and just it goes back to meditating. And I tell people all the time is to really sit and quiet your mind sometimes and just write down whatever just comes up in your mind because your true passion and purpose is inside of you. I believe that it's in your heart. It's in your mind. But sometimes we let everything else you know, the kids, work, school, job, I have to do this, we wear many hats, that we don't take that time to be quiet and listen to what's going on inside of our, you know, inside of us. And if you just take that time, listen, meditate, grab you a journal and just write down random stuff that will come to you, believe it or not, your passion and purpose will be in there somewhere. It'll pop up. Now I tell people this all the time. It might not happen the first time, second time, third time, your 50th time, but it will. It's a process. These things are a process. So those would be my top three. So remember Mm -hmm. experience and listen. Yep. 
I love that. Those are good. Those are good. And I can remember those. Right. <laughs> and I'm all about simple. Keep it simple. You I got it. Yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> so where can people keep up with you online about all the things that you're into and offering? Right. Well, I'm really heavy on Facebook. Um, you, I definitely have a Facebook group. It's called Be You With Me, a coaching. You can go on there and find me there. And then I'm also Gmail. You can find me. Send me an email. Be, be you with me, a dot life coach. Um, you can find me on there at gmail.com and contact me that way. And your book. My book. Like, you, girl, you know, this yellow speaks to my heart. You do know that, right? This when, is my color. Is it? Did you see my logo? No. Like, Oh, yes. Yeah. I was like, she, yeah, we're, see? We're, we're together, together in this. Yes. And it's so funny, really quick. I put that um, when I was getting my cover designed, I had hired somebody to design my cover. I told them, and I had to look back just to make sure I sent them, like, what colors I wanted. And I sent, it, sent them, I wanted purple gold and another color right that's what I sent it but then I looked back in my phone and I had a picture of a yellow book like that I didn't even know that I took a picture of when I was thinking about writing a book and it was in my phone and that's what they sent me back nothing like what I said crazy I just had to throw that out there that is crazy is that not crazy yeah well I love it it's so eye-catching but I'm biased because Yellow, yellow is your color. It is one of my colors. Right Sunshine on. is Very my color. Good. So the, all those. <laughs> so it's called Life's Purpose After 30. What the fudge am I here for? Yes. Mia Bolden. And it is on Amazon. Anywhere it else? Mm-hmm. It is on Amazon. And we are going to get it in local um, shops here in Pensacola. So, okay. And we're doing a book signing at Barnes & Nobles, which I'm super excited about that. Don't know the exact date, but... I will keep your audience posted or you can keep them posted. Yes, absolutely. Well, I loved it. It was such a fun read because I felt like I was talking with you. Right. You know, you ha- if someone can bring energy to the pages of a book, right you did. On. And I re- so thank you for writing it and thank you for coming. Absolutely. So if you um, want to stay in touch with Mia and episodes, make sure to text REAL to 66866. But most, more importantly, share this with someone that you feel would benefit from hearing this. So that's a wrap. Good job. Thank you very much. You did great. Great. Woo. Thank you. Very good. Thanks for listening. If you liked this episode, share it with your friends and leave a review. You can also watch the episodes on YouTube. There's hidden curious caches in each episode and the first two people to find them win a prize. So be sure to get my emails for clues and other insider perks at meredithforreal.com.